you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. And I get told all the time that I've got a punchable face or that uh, people think I'm an asshole. Um, I've been told that probably 50 times. People, when they first see me, think I'm think I'm an asshole. Mike. I would have preferred a feature story on the first responders who are suffering from a myriad of cancers at the towers and what we're going to do about it. I could have gone for a where are they now segment about families and survivors. It also wouldn't be too bad to do a real fucking, hey, Yoshi, shut the fuck up! And Scott. I guess I was like <laughs> sort of, I, I loved Bart Simpson in, in, in a like sapiosexual <laughs> way. I kind of liked uh, Lisa by extension, you know. She played the saxophone. She was intelligent. That was kind of hot, you know. You fucking kidding me? You said 5.30. I was ready for 5.30. You said 5.55. Yeah. So we lost five minutes. Six o'clock. Here we go. No, we didn't. We lost 25 minutes. All right. Welcome in to the Is It Safe talk show. Michael Govia here with Luke, my old standby, the old steed, the old man, the man himself who, uh, you know, I got a piece of information in the mail this week. Looks like somebody's having a baby. It's not a secret at all now, is it? Not at all. Wait a minute. I thought you, I told you, I told you at the Sunday Day Real Estate Show. I know, but now the show knows. So congratulations. Ah, yeah, yeah. Big moment. This is the transition from private life to our tiny little cubicle in the world with our emailers yeah. and our people who love our show. We love you guys, by the way. Is it safe? Pod at gmail.com. Make sure you send us an email if you hear anything that interests you at all. But yeah, I got the uh, flyer in the mail this week. Me and Leanne, we, we, she said, we got to get on the baby registry right away because <laughs> we're going to get left with shit. Apparently, if you get to the registry too late, it's a bad oh, thing. So. No, 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 no. No, but like as no, you get left with uh, the shit. Whatever. No, whatever. It, no, don't worry about You're it. You're also doing a a dual. It's like a couple's wedding shower. Is this like, like more yeah, modern, so progressive is, thing? I, so, um, I will tell you, I was also just as shocked when Kristen was like, no, no, you got to be there. And I was like, what the fuck That's is putting going on? Here? Yeah. So, wow. Um, yeah. So it's, it's all it's, well, good on Kristen. It's, it's couples. It's couples. She doesn't I like to hear that about that tradition. She wants, uh, she wants everyone to be there. So good for her. If, if, like if you can, if you can, and it's, it's easy and, and, you know, you know, of course you're on the list, whatever it's, it's fine. <laughs> but uh yeah no so most dangled. most guys most guys like look forward to those days and like oh shit all right i'm gonna go off uh i'm gonna go to tony's for a minute and watch the uh michigan game no it's not happening tony's yeah i remember tony's no, no, been there no, tony's is near me i mean whatever your whatever your local uh local fucking you know dive bar is well hey don't give away too much of the secret sauce here sorry trade secret that's a trade secret. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. So I hope you enjoyed that experience. But we got bigger fish to fry here. Uh, no John Scott. We're still scot-free. I'm going to put this free. out there. now. But he's coming I've, back. He's, he's back. He'll be, I know he's he'll be it. back eventually. But I told Luke not to message him, just to leave him alone because he was really stressed. I have stressed. left him alone. I have, which is like I know you have. killing me because I really want to talk to him all the time. <laughs> wow, I know dude. you do. So I'm really proud of you for staying true to that. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to give... I'm going to 
ask everybody who misses Scott from the show here to yeah. email us and tell us how much you email in an email, how much you miss John Scott as a part of the show. Now I'm going to forward them all along to his email, his private email. So please let us yes. know. Send your own words. I will not edit anything. I will just forward it on to John Scott just to give him some inspiration so he knows how important he is to the show because, you know, John Scott's a pretty debonair, smooth, easygoing dude, you know. That's putting him mildly. But Very he also, mildly. he's kind of, uh, you know, he's kind of wound tight. Certain things come up and he gets a little, he feels the pressure of the world. And I believe that this job has, you know, taken its toll on him in a bit where he feels, you know, he doesn't want to be in front of a goddamn computer any other time because his job is related to being in front of a computer for eight, nine, I don't know, 10 hours a day, something like yeah, that. So yeah. that's why he, that's why he, he told us he needed time. Yeah. He's getting wrapped up in one of these jobs or, well, he, he mentioned it on the show, so we can talk about it a little bit, but he's, he's literally doing all that work. Uh, that is, uh, it's all the transcription and subtitles and all that, like for all sorts of different, like Netflix shows, HBO, all that. So it's a ton of work. It's just, it's a yeah. ton of work, and it's a ton of very like attention. Uh, yeah, it's grind set, man. I mean, it's grind set. You have to be focused on that. Uh, you can't fuck around. No, you can't. Because if, because if you get it wrong, I mean, it's it changes. Like it'll change the movie that somebody's watching if you get it wrong. It has to be right. <laughs> Right, so it's a lot of pressure. Anyway, That's so true. He's, you're yeah, right. It's very so uh, it's, strictly detail focused. Yeah, it's strictly detail focused, and it's, it'll burn you out, man. It burns you out real fast. If uh, it, I mean, he's as easygoing a man as I've ever met in my entire life. But yeah, he's got he's got a lot on his shoulders right now. So yeah, I think that's be part all, of the. He'll be all right, but you know, it's a matter of just sorting out that schedule. No more dirty work, Scott. I don't want to do your dirty work no more. Think it out, you, buddy. We miss you. The show's not the same without you. Although, it's still a decent show, so don't get it twisted out there. Like, oh, hey, what the fuck? The show sucks? No, it's not the case. Uh, also, shout out last week to Van Lee, who came on, and he sat yeah. in for John Scott. Remember, he hosts the Boob Tube Boys and... Podcast, a Star Wars Podcast, story. Podcast, a Star Wars story. Damn it. Yeah. I was going to try to catch you on that one. Okay. Well, I, yeah. always, I always mix it up. I fuck it up sometimes. It's a tough one. one. Yeah. It is a tough, tough one. Because I could call it Star Wars, a podcast story, and that would work too. But oh, I, now I, I just remember the reference. So that's perfect. Yeah. No, but Van, uh, thanks to Van, Van Lee. Was, He's the man. Van. Van was amazing. I don't know why I don't see him as a Van, but he's a Van. Is it, does he have well, a longer name? Is Van? We know. I think you saw. Or, we know his his name's not actually Van. So, but we don't ah. we don't say why or how. I think you caught on to that already, though, didn't you? Didn't I you? No? Yeah, I guess. He's got him lining him up, man. People are lining up to know the true story of Van Lee. But I got him lining up. He's a badass, and I he's guess a great. I'm, uh, guess I'm host. stupid. No, you're just. I think you just forgot. It's all it is. It's never he's a question a of intelligence with you, Luke. It's just a matter of. Yeah, forgetfulness. Attention. Yeah. He has, uh, Van has one of the, uh, s like smoothest voices in all of podcasts, uh, in the Doesn't entire he? podcast universe. He really does. does. I can, yeah. That's putting it mildly. He's a badass. And, uh, His voice is so easy going. He's incredibly easy on the eyes, too, but nobody else had a chance to look at it. So, 
you know, unfortunately <laughs> we didn't do it live, so nobody else had a chance to to gaze. Um, and I did. And what he are you talking threw me about? Off a little bit. He threw me well, off a little bit from time to time. No, one he, thing we also awesome. didn't get to. We didn't get to. He's he awesome. played baseball when he was younger too. So I wanted to Shut talk about that with front both. Front door, really? Yeah, he, he's not just into fantasy baseball. I believe. I don't know if he played college ball or not. I might have got that part wrong, but he definitely was a Damn. solid baseball player when he was in high school or something. Holy but hell, we didn't get around to talking awesome. about that last week. All the stuff we covered with Van, we didn't get around to it. I know we talked a lot about Jesus Christ. What was his name? We spent a great deal of the show <laughs> focusing on <laughs> what was it? Do you remember anybody remember anything about last week's show? I can't seem to remember. Uh, maybe it's a good time to go to the email, actually. It'll remind us because we do have two emails we could read. But somebody Hold on. no i feel like we got to be able to guess right i mean it's our show isn't it yeah shouldn't we were we, talking shouldn't we be able to shouldn't we be able to actually figure out what we were talking about he is miserable damn it i can't uh, i had it for i almost had it there for a second i lost it but i'm hosting a show and talking at the same time and producing so let's just go to the email see if we get jolted here mr pink is the first emailer of the day hello mr pink great show last pink. week good man pink great show last week the guest host was very entertaining and he got a new listener in me. Great. How about that? There you That's go. wonderful oh, news. Yeah. Glad to hear that. No vanity, please. I like the idea of Star Wars, and I tend to watch them if they're on TV, but I don't go about deliberately watching them. This is the last show yeah. for the big midterm elections. Oh boy. oh, boy. He's right about that. What do you guys think is going to happen? Are we in store for a red wave or will the blue wall prevail? I personally think it doesn't matter. America's descent in Earth's largest mud pit will remain intact. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about politically motivated yeah. violence. No, don't no, don't be that's bullshit. But I don't see that changing until something really bad happens. I'm not talking about assaulting the 80-year-old husband of the speaker of the house. Ooh. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Uh mm. oh, actually that happened after the show. It happened this weekend, so we can talk about that. I'm talking about something which is not really a talking point either. I'm talking about something real serious like an innocent bystander getting hurt or a real high-level official before either side is ready to address the escalating rhetoric of hate and violence. Oh, well, what do you guys think? That's all, Mr. Pink. Well done, Mr. Pink. Thank you. Luke, your immediate reaction to the midterm elections forthcoming on Tuesday, November 8th. Hmm. Yeah, it's... <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Wrong! You know, it always... Okay, I'll just be totally realistic. I, anybody listening here knows, knows, knows like my predilections and my propensities here, but when it comes to, let's say, a governor's race... Like for some reason, I guess I don't have, I guess I don't know enough about uh, governors in general and like, you know, everything they fucking control. But I do know one thing that they do control a lot of the, um, the, you know, aid that is distributed to them via the government. Yeah. So when it comes to like our particular governor's race, it almost seems silly to sit it out, even though I think uh, months ago I said I probably wasn't going to bother voting. Oh, really? But even for Prop 3, the big abortion one? I see another one. Yeah, I know. I think I think it's like I think it's I hate to say it, but 
I don't think there's a good reason to do it, but for me, I'm going to swallow my pride, I think, probably, and just, uh, just fucking do it. I, I can't. Wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't your wife get pissed envision. if you didn't vote on that one? Wouldn't she be like, because she cares about that, I would think. No, and I, I care about it, too. It's, it's, uh, completely fucked up, and I guess it, it was kind of like, um, we all know. Just remember this, guys. Remember this. Just remember this. You guys are the government. True. Remember this the most right here. Um, there, there are there are a lot of uh, people I respect that you know have will never vote Democrat, and I'm basically in that in that camp. But. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to Michigan and it comes to this fucking governor's race, we saw what Rick Snyder did to Flint, and I don't think that Whitmer would have done anything different necessarily. Oh no 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 no! I was just going to interrupt you. Would have been I'm a little bit that. better. I don't. I was know. ready to okay, die. Yeah, thank you. Like, What's that noise? Right, yeah. Yoshi, shut the fuck the up! The fuck is that? Yeah, what is that shit? <laughs> Leanne's laughing. She thinks it's funny, guys. Everyone remain calm. <laughs> No, but I was going to interrupt you. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, Snyder, Whitmore, they're, they closed it out, just for the record, real quickly, just yes. to say this real quick. I have to say it because I get very fired off about it. Dana Nessel, current Attorney General of Michigan, uh, and garbage. Governor Whitmer, current complete Governor trash. of Michigan, total, yeah, complete trash. Wrong! No, it's true. They are trash. They put a bow tie on Snyder's exoneration, yeah. if you want to use that yeah, word. They so he got off the hook. For sure. Yep. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're, they're so the that's fucking a, reasons. That's the whole thing. That's a combo. That's exactly. And they're Democrats. Exactly going on. This is what goes on in politics literally every fucking day, especially in states like Michigan. The Republicans are fucking batshit crazy out of their fucking mind. But the Democrats always they always run cover for them and they give the, they give them cover like Democrats are covering for fucking every outstanding terrible thing that is like going on in uh in our politics. meanwhile we're looking at shit like this will smith just smacked the shit out of me exactly yeah, yeah. no it, it's it it is it's fucking wild i was i was trying to like kind of make sense of some of this acrimony uh earlier today and i was i was thinking about it that you know i i don't like the republicans but they at least say the fucking bullshit that you expect them to say. And I don't care if they believe it or not. Everybody knows that they're basically lying and just saying whatever they want. And they just, no, 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 I can be honest. It's a two way street there. They, everybody understands that is bullshit. And, and that that's all it is. Um, like fucking cotton and all that. Like, are you kidding me? And then, and then you hear a liberal speak, and a liberal is more infuriating than fucking anybody on the planet. I'm not exactly sure. I still can't quite figure out why I care so much about what a fucking liberal says because they're the same as Republicans. But uh, yeah, it's making it's making voting this midterm very very difficult. I'm literally not sure if I'm gonna fucking show up. And I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't care either way because I think both parties are fucking horrendous. So, but is it fair for me to say you don't care either way because you don't have a uterus? There's only one, there's only one like candidate that was even supported by like the DSA, and that's Rashida Tlaib. Well, what about I just said, dude? How do you defend yourself? You don't have a uterus. So that's why you don't care. 
or it doesn't matter if you don't show up. You do care. You, know, you already clarified that. I don't think, I honestly don't think a lot of people care about that issue at all. Because it only affects it only affects fifty percent of our population now, and it only affects fifty percent of our population uh, ideologically, who are on the physically, the really liberal. physically, but physically even, yeah. Well, it's no, their body uh, physically. That's what I'm saying. Well, Women, female it bodies. It impacts a hundred percent of people all yes. of the time. However, yes. put that into practical terms, though, when you're going to vote. If you're one of these fucking dipshits that doesn't understand how to vote, if you're going to be on the left or the right or whatever, you're like uh, riding the fence line. It's not an issue that's going to turn you one way or the other. It's not a wedge wow, issue. dude. It's not a wedge issue. It's not a lever. You can't pull this fucking lever. They already Is did it. They, Are you having a law? I think the Republicans would have been much smarter to like wait until after the midterms to do it. Somehow, I think they probably thought it would whip up more support for them. Uh, it just became an issue for the Democrats. But if it's the most genius move in the world, what they're doing is they are taking they are taking attention off of literally every other issue in the world. They're putting it onto one thing, and they know that Democrats are going to fucking not be able to like pull it off. Get so, of course, women should have rights to their fucking body. I mean, come on. I, it's not even a question. That's putting it mildly. You're right. Uh, the look, fucking abortion debate to me is almost idiotic. If you're having this conversation with people right now. And no, because adult, the, the majority of Americans like, are pro. Break. Yeah, they're pro-choice. So it, we know that now. I don't even want to rehash it. So Of course. Do you want, and do they've you want always to say anything, been pro-choice. Do you want to say anything, though, about... Uh, what Mr. Pink mentioned? Do you want to talk about Mr. Pelosi at all? Do you have anything to comment on that needs to be said? <laughs> I don't think there really is, but I just thought I'd give you the chance. Just so you can say I never gave it to you. You can't say I never gave it to you, Luke. Oh, you there know you what go. I did what I did want to say is this motherfucker is fucking Robocop. This guy, this guy was drunk and drove a Porsche into a fucking tree or something. I forget what his uh, accident was. He fucking wrecked a Porsche. A, a Porsche. He wrecked a Porsche. Wasted. He was fucking wasted. Wrecked a Porsche. Thank you, Jesus! Survived, survived that literally like, without a scratch on him. Then somebody breaks into his house trying to kidnap his wife. They fucking... Use a hammer against his fucking skull. Crack his skull. He's 82 years fucking old. This guy is fucking Robocop. Or the Terminator. Thank you. You're very kind. Or he's got Adam. <laughs> he's got adamantium uh, as a fucking skeleton. I mean, it's unbelievable. No, I like the Robocop. I like the Robocop reference. How in the Listen, fuck? Pal, maybe you haven't heard. How do I'm you the survive guy that shit? You're 82. How do you survive that shit? Because he's 82 and wealthy? Uh, I don't know. Or he's got like some no. secret. He's a lizard brain, right? He's a part of that elite. Man. Next level oh. part of civilization <laughs> that we haven't been given access to because we're like just. A... <laughs> I'd like yeah, to see know. put a lizard lizard behind the wheel of a Porsche and see if it survives a, a crash. Oh, well, that guy, <laughs> that guy survived because he was just fucked up on all kinds of drugs. I mean, he was partying. He loved to party. He was probably on acid. I mean, what we know about him, he definitely loved mushrooms. So <laughs> if you love mushrooms and you're willing to do that, yeah. But there was also bullshit that was explored. And I'm not even going to go down that road, but it is this story. The Paul Pelosi hammer to the head story is a classic example of how 
what we talk about with media and how to avoid the bogus mainstream stuff or the diverted media that gives you one angle that is partly true and then collected get together from other possible rumors on Twitter, okay? So this is an example of when you need to trust your news source, this is a perfect example of that. And a lot of stuff came together real quick that was not true about this story and it got reported on by local news stations that are supposed to be legit, quote-unquote, and things like that. So just remember that once again. When you hear a story like that, What's your trusted news source and why? Don't just say that's a news source because God told me or because someone said it was good. Find out for yourself. Please and thank you. That's it. So, <laughs> yeah. It's something we talk about on the show a lot. Right. It's really important, you know. It's, thank you so much, it's, Mr. Funk, for please. saying what needed to be said. Exactly. Still be, thank it's, you. Still, it's still incredibly difficult to find a decent source. Good God in heaven, man. Holy shit. Oh, I know it is. That's why I'm... Got so fired up about that. All right, let's get to the next email. Thank you, Mr. Pink. Always great to hear from you. I still yeah. have questions about Mr. Pink and his truck driving history. And I would love to hear some more. I'd actually love to hear some more, like uh, some more details. Like, yeah, uh, some personal uh, anecdotes. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Pink, can you can you maybe like spin us a good yarn or, or at least give us like a something crazy that you've gone through? I mean, it sounds like you've had <laughs> sounds like you've had a ton of life experience. I'd love to hear like. I'd love to hear a story and then maybe you could like prompt a question or something. We'd love to fucking talk about it, but also would love to just like, you know, know what you're going through. Yeah. We could learn from Mr. Pink. We really can. We can learn from all of you. So that's why we love doing the show because you guys make the show go. You really do. We can talk about anything we want, but when we get to connect with you guys and talk about the stuff that's on your mind, that's what makes the show great. I really mean that. Wow, dude. It's true. Uh, That's the next one from Danny. Hey, Danny, what's up, buddy? What's up, brother? Hey, Danny. Danny, tell Scott to get back in the game, Danny. Do what you can. I know you have a lot of influence there. Uh, Hello, political pawns. (laughs) (laughs) Political pawns. Wow, Danny, that's harsh. Mm -hmm. But I think you're saying it in jest, so I'll let it slide. Uh, I actively attempt to avoid politics in my media diet, but it's infiltrated every tributary. (laughs) Yeah. Luke, you seem plugged in. (laughs) Uh, Luke, you seem plugged in. Okay, well. Yeah, yeah, a little all too right. much. Will, will red? <laughs> oh, yeah. A little too much. Well, yeah. That's putting it mildly. Will red or blue be celebrating by the end of next week? Later, political drones, Danny B. Mm-hmm. Will red or blue be celebrating by the end of next week, Luke? What's your gut instinct tell you? Put oh, on your uh, your Tucker Carlson hat or your uh, Wolf Blitzer hat here, you know, or be that guy over by the fucking map on CNN who charts every county and where all the votes go over that guy. Oh, man, you mean you mean the guys that are always wrong? Yeah, exactly. No, you're but telling me to go with my gut. I I think I think for sure it's uh it's it's going to tilt. It's going to tilt red. It's not going to be a massive wave. I mean, there's so many of these stupid races that are all fucking toss-ups. It's impossible. It's impossible to prognosticate and honestly what's really the value of doing any of that. Uh, this is what the were... Red's going to say next week. Why don't you get a job? Yeah. You're so hungry. Why don't you get a job? That'll be the Red next week, no matter what. We can lock it's, that in. It's just going to be it's just going to be shitty. It's always just going to be fucking shitty. No one's going to help you out. Thank you so much, it. Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. It's going to be shitty. It's, it's actually really 
it's really fucking sad but you know what the only thing that actually changes anything is uh feet in the street and, and no one's got the time or energy for that anymore you got to get your act together yeah everybody governments suck political parties are worse what's worse the government or the political parties You know, I was uh, I, there's there's a guy named Bat, Matt Brunig. Uh, Brunig is B R U E N I G. He's super fucking smart. He runs um he runs the People's Policy Project. Uh, it's a brilliant uh, brilliant website that like puts together papers on all sorts of all sorts of issues. He he writes them in like article form, and it's fantastic. And you know. He was talking uh, to Ben Burgess about socialism and the big point he was making is that you can have a socialist government, but it that doesn't really make a lot of sense unless you have uh, kind of socialist institutions, because there are some institutions that should not be socialist, you know, um, artistic creation, for instance, uh, people on YouTube, you know, doing whatever the hell they want. They should be able to just do what they want. Uh, there shouldn't really necessarily be some form of integrated kind of socialist system that they're part of, but there are Who many are other things. There are many other things like fucking healthcare and education and, and infrastructure. All of that should be. Uh, so those would be socialist institutions. And if you have a certain number of socialist institutions, then I guess you would qualify as kind of a socialist uh, country or socialist government. So oh, oh, where'd you come from? So to me, when you say like, what's the problem is you know the government or or the the people or or institutions or whatnot. I honestly, it, it, you have to have a certain uh, certain number of institutions in your country that that are socialists that actually do care about the people, and and then you can probably get more pissed off about the government. Right now, I, I don't know. They're just um, they're feasting the way they they always have. Uh, they yeah. are feasting. Yes, they yeah. are. They're stealing, feasting, fucking gnashing. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it sounds terrible. All right, well, there it is. Uh, look, life sucks. Get a fucking helmet, all right? Fuck! Did you just say go fuck myself? That's what I learned a long time ago. Thanks for the emails, guys. It's at gmail.com. What else can we tell you? There's people that will vote next Tuesday. I have to vote in my precinct, which is... Not really where I'm at a lot of the time, so I'm have to go out of my way to vote. I don't know if I will. Yeah. I do know that locally, beyond the prop three, which is the abortion one, there's two other props. One of them has to do with term limits, but it's actually bullshit, so it's a lie. But they're trying to disguise it under the guise of term limits, and or maybe that's the one about financial disclosure too. It could be both. They make them so oh, convoluted because seriously they put these caveats in them so they it's really not just about one thing it's just like they do when they write up a bill they put all that bullshit and they earmark a bunch of stuff it has nothing to do what was the bill the anti-inflation bill or whatever the fuck that was a while back you know oh man there's a there's a great podcast called congressional dish and she like this woman goes through every like she basically goes through every fucking line of new legislation and breaks it all down uh and it's it's amazing you'd think it's boring it's not boring it's uh absolutely amazing so check out the like last episode of congressional dish it's fucking fantastic where she talks about the ira yeah you the might inflation think, it would be boring. I think that's Act. fair the inflation reduction act yes that's what it was called yeah. 
dumb. So dumb. It doesn't touch inflation at all. I mean, it, it's just just silliness you know it's just a, like every every sentence uttered every sentence uttered in the media and in politics is just like preying on the the fucking weakness of our our culture like the just fucking dumbass you know what <clears throat> here's the thing just spend time with people you love uh find things that you that anchor you like make you happy and don't think any of this matters because these two fucking parties don't give a flying fuck. And then just playing against each other. And the thing is the Republicans are beating the shit out of the fucking Democrats. They wow, took a dude. All they did was take a four year loss. I mean, they are going to right now, they're going to turn this in the midterms and then they are going to take a fucking, uh, another two years. It's going to turn into a dead, uh, it's going to turn into a lame duck presidency and then they are going to fucking destroy in 2024 if biden runs again because that motherfucker is going to be a a i don't know what the uh, tales from the crypt at that point <laughs> not, not to mention it's right it, that's what's funny it's always four days after halloween so that's really not that far off yeah you're right about that that's true i don't know man look it's all hell. I don't even want to think. I don't think about this stuff because it's not a part of my daily life. I don't. I don't dismiss the fact, though, that it does affect us. So that's something I am actively choosing to do. Of course, this stuff all affects us, but I'm deciding to not engage in it because I have no power. I have nothing to do. Even my vote, which bad religion so eloquently said a little bit earlier, "You are the government." Yeah, we are technically in a way, but Post we know. We know where the levers of power really come from and how they're polled yeah. and who polls them now. And it's not a joke and it's not highfalutin bullshit. It's not hyperbole. It is not over the top mythic bullshit to say that there are limited powers from very few who run. They don't run, but they make all the decisions through their influence and their greed. And that's how it works. And that's it. That's well, not a lie. It's not a secret. Here's here's another one. Yeah, have a beer. Shut the fuck here's, up, America. Here's another quick quick just like quick little snippet right this is the this is an example of an email i keep getting from fucking democrats um but mark ruffalo who i think is a bona fide well maybe not bona fide yeah. lefty but he's he's progressive. he is he's yeah he definitely is he's done he did the water stuff during flint he's he's made it clear he was who a bernie he guy i think right wasn't he bernie dude i don't know if he was that far but he's definitely on that side somewhere so whatever all right Points so made. here's here's like yeah here's the email i get from him and and uh whatever uh you know so-and-so is attacking abortion rights denying the devastating reality of climate crisis threatening the future of our democracy and spreading misinformation about everything from january 6th to the covid pandemic now, okay, in that in that list, that's the entire pitch, really. And so you have, okay, climate crisis. That's a difficult one because it's obviously uh, super pertinent, but most people don't fucking like see past their next paycheck. So what the fuck? That doesn't actually exactly. like move the needle for a lot of people. Threatening the future of democracy is clear fucking hyperbole about fucking January 6th and is completely fucking ignorant. The, this democracy is captured by corporate interests. It's not going anywhere. 
because our version of democracy, if you think that we have a democracy, you're fucking stupid. This democracy that everyone's so worried about is the one that's being bought and sold by fucking lobbyists. So don't care about that. Spreading misinformation about January 6th. So they've already like separated and combined two things. So January 6th, they separated out to make it seem like there's an additional point. And then COVID pandemic, it's fucking not real for most people right now it's basically you have to just put yourself in the mindset of anybody who's like not in contact with it all of the fucking time like recently i got covid right but it was it was kind of like a cold and then it went away so it doesn't have the same urgency as it used to so the fucking covid crisis is not real uh, codifying Roe, which is something the goddamn Democrats should have done like fucking 25 years ago. They had plenty of fucking time to do this. So they've already failed on that note. Uh, the climate crisis is not something anybody is is. It is absolutely the probably biggest issue of our like of our time and our epoch, but it doesn't necessarily get the votes. Uh, dude, this this set this set of like messaging is goddamn god awful like if they if they were like hey listen uh we just canceled everybody's uh student loans and uh we were we're putting um universal health care into uh, uh like up for a vote like next week okay all right i'll vote for you fucking idiots we should put them on our team but these motherfuckers, they are trying, they are white knuckling every little lobbyist dollar they can to the point where like they're literally going to like watch these elections be taken from them. They have every chance in the world to win this, uh, win these elections. They, they could, they could have destroyed, um, but they would have needed, so they would have needed Bernie in office. I mean, Joe Biden was never going to do it. The $10,000 that Biden did for fucking student or uh, for <laughs> fucking uh, education is unbelievable. Somebody else is like, hey, you know, it's um, well, it's pretty cool, right? You know, like you just got you just got a bunch of like loans forgiven. And I was like, great job. Fucking crazy. Like 10 grand off my loans. That's fucking that's pretty mild. That means jack shit to me. Not to mention, like, that's absorbed through my fucking interest. So it has nothing, it has no impact on my, like, actual fucking balance. Great job. And yeah, then right and that. then it gets fucking kicked around and pulled back because they're terrified of uh, getting lawsuits from, uh, from people like, you know, Great Lakes and everybody who owns you. Anyhow, whatever. I've been rambling. Oh, it's okay. Zach Morris is trash. That's one thing we can all agree on still. Zach Morris is trash. All right, we got about 10 minutes left here, and I uh, got to do another sure. goddamn show. I'm going to Arizona, so I don't know if that's going to be fun or not. It's supposed to be fun, so I hope it is. I hope you have a nice time. I, I think I'd rather go to Arizona wanted, than... Is that, is that the place you wanted me to go? Like, this it was this week? China. I wanted to go to China, but they wouldn't do it there, so we settled for Arizona. <laughs> no, yes, it's a, it's a baseball My conference. First pitch, Arizona. Brought to you by Baseball HQ. I went there last year for the first time. Me and Leanne went together, and we had a great time. We stayed at a Sheraton, which is in Mesa, Arizona. For those of you that know the area, shout out to the Mesa people or the Arizona yeah. people who listen to this show, if there's any. I don't know if there is, but uh, it's right. It's where um, there's a little stadium there where the actual All-Star game for the Arizona Fall League will take place. 
It's literally right next to that hotel. So you can walk out the front door and just walk right next door to what is basically, I think that's where the Cubs play spring training. So that's probably why it exists that way. We should, we should ask my brother if he's got any uh, feedback or fun stories about that because that was his, that's what he was doing back then. Yeah, I wonder if that's where he uh, had played rookie complex. He was ball in Mesa. At, actually, I'm almost positive. Well, that makes I'm, that's got to be it. I'm then. almost 100% yeah, that has to be positive. It. He was in Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, I went there last year. It's at the same place. It's a Sheraton. It's right outside the stadium there in Mesa. They're right next to each other. So he might have stayed at the fucking Sheraton, or they might have been even cheaper and made him stay at some shithole Motel Six down the way or something, or a Super Eight, or what's the what's the shittiest motel chain you can think of that you oh, know that's of. A tough one. But the one that nationally that you know of. I mean, I actually like Motel 6 because Tom Bodette, who, by the way, Tom Bodette still does those commercials where he said, we'll leave the light on for you. And he interacted with me. He retweeted me and told me that he was alive and well because I I said, Tom Bodette was alive? I heard his commercial on the actual terrestrial radio like three months ago when I was driving home from work in Detroit, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit, is that Tom Bodette still doing this after all this time? Great job. And it was so I tweeted about it, and then he retweeted me. He's alive. He's well. He's not as old as he sounded. Because those fucking, those Motel 6 commercials were from, like, 1994 or 95 back then. So I was like, that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, and every room was a smoking room. So if he was a spokesperson, he probably lost his voice. <laughs> I just got it wrong, man. No, pull your head out of your ass. Yeah, I had to pull my head out of my ass. It was a mistake. Oh, yeah, but what I did learn... Is that Tom Bodette's alive and well? And that made me happy. But the shittiest national <laughs> motel chain you can think of. Everybody, email the show. Is this a pot at gmail.com? What is the shittiest national or your chain? Or your shittiest experience at any hotel? I think that's. Ooh, yeah. That's, I mean, we that's all fun. got some good ones. Well, what's yours? Love, you got what's I would yours? I'd love to hear some Give us one. Ones. Yeah, give us one. I might have to ask for you to start on this one. I mean, I, I know I've got one. I. Oh, I'm, I know. Okay. Apparently, one, I was at. A, I've got one that has to be off air. I'm sorry. That's fine. Well, then we'll save it for another day. I know there was this place I went to, but I wasn't aware of it at the time that there was some weird shit going on behind the scenes. Suck <laughs> on that warm black dingus. No, it was nothing like that. It was bugs. And so in 2008, 2008, we drove all the way down from Michigan to Florida, to the bottom of Florida, all the way down to. You know, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area to the very bottom. So that's a long drive. That's a long drive when you go all the way down to the bottom of Florida. Because we were doing a spring break thing. We were 27 years old. Me and, you know, these guys, uh, Deary and Jamie and Vivian. Oh, yeah. The four of us piled into my uh, stepdad and my mom's black Jeep Cherokee. And we drove all the way down there. They let us use the car. That was nice of them. And... By the time we got to wherever we finally crashed at, I mean, that was 20 hours. We crashed somewhere just north of Fort Lauderdale, I think. So I think it's about 20 hours at that point, close to it. 18 hours minimum. Long one. Yeah. So we just stayed at this shithole. I think it was an Econo Lodge, right? The one It's got the blue and white. Ooh, okay. There we go. Graphic. Econo Lodge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like a real, real yeah, it was shithole. A, it was looks shady and shitty, but I guess we didn't care. I mean, we had money to burn. I I just <laughs> I had a fucking stupid thirty thousand dollar student loan that was private that I just taken out, which is so dumb. But hey, at the yeah. time, I was like, "Hey, look at all this money, man! Let's party!" Woo! I was I, For I wasn't. All listeners don't take out loans, just private loans if, in particular. If private you can't loans. Get a, if you I actually talked about this at work yesterday. If you can't get, a you know this. You're too stupid for college. 
You know this. It's in particular, it's private loans. And we actually had a conversation yesterday at work because well, uh, I, I work. Well. I work with these younger girls at my internship site. You know, they're like in their 20s, and one of them's just out of school. Actually, went to Central Michigan. She went to Central, and uh, she took out a private loan. Because I was talking about, I've been out of my undergrad, which I graduated in 2010 from Michigan. 12 years now, going on 12 years, I've not paid a cent on my my federal loans. Not once. (laughs) I probably shouldn't advertise this. But it is true because I just need deferments and uh, and I've been in, I'm in school right now too, so I don't have to pay. And no, unfortunately, honestly, the we could get everyone just, to not. Pay wow, me. dude! Hey, lock that in. I'm with you, brother. That's also key. That, that's it's also the people that pay that fucking ruin the movement. I know that's actually part of it too, and it. But we get divided by that line too, so I really don't like that either because then it's, it puts us on. Hey, we're it's the people us. that are responsible yeah. versus no, we're the people. Us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. I hate that. It, it bums me out. Bullshit. But I told the young woman, I'm like, oh, well, that you got a private loan because she admitted that. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're you're fucked. Those they're sharks. You can't. <laughs> don't do that. You cannot <laughs> finagle. No, you can't. You cannot finagle those private <laughs> loans, know, man. I know. Don't you don't know that? It, so at this point. Yeah. no, I'm telling. She knows the truth. She already knows it. So. She's fucking oh living it. Goodness. Anyways, all right. Uh, so the Econo Lodge. Uh, yeah. So at the Econo Lodge, yes. with all that hot cash, we could have got something much nicer. But I was just, we were just, I was tapped. We were all tapped, and Deerik wouldn't use cruise control when I let him drive, so I couldn't stand that. The whole, I mean, we we're on a long trip. He's not using cruise control. It drove me nuts. He kept feeling the pedal go. Voo, 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 voo. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? Just hit the yeah. cruise control button. It was Deary. really bizarre. It was a funny, funny thing that he did. You asshole. (laughs) Yeah. That's putting him mild. So we crashed there, and the guys know that I, even back then, I was even, like, much more terrified of bugs and mice and shit. I've chilled out on the bug part big time, but mice still freak me out. But Honestly, Mike, these are not, these are not like, these are not like neuroses I actually have a problem with for you. You're you're, you're a big neurosis that, that used to throw me off as, like, we do all this other bullshit together, but then uh, you wouldn't let me take a drink out of your Coke. Oh yeah, yeah. That was well, it. That was that was the one. Your 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 bug your bug, <laughs> bug and mouse thing. Uh, what I think the hell happened to you? I just think yeah. the mouse thing isn't nearly as big of an issue as you think it is. But the bug. Oh, thing, it's not. No, but I'm just admitting it. It's a terror for thing, me. I'm with you. I'm with you because we had that we had that feast with the fucking fruit flies. Oh, yeah, that my was annoying. God. Ten thousand flies of this flies year's feast. It was one, annoying. So in one fucking room, ten thousand fruit flies. That's putting it mildly. Never went away. Was, yeah, the whole it was just atrocious. No matter what we did, disgusting. we tried everything. Vinegar works a bit, but it still wasn't enough that day. Oh, Anyways, it yeah. At this Econo Lodge, they didn't tell me until the next day, or actually a week later, I think, when we went home. But apparently there was fucking cockroaches and shit. They saw them. I, I was so exhausted that I just passed out and I missed the whole thing, but the guys were like, dude, yeah, it was really, really bad and gross. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you guys, you guys are really good friends that you just, you didn't ruin my sleep like that. Yeah, I do appreciate that. Yeah. So just yeah, remember, anytime you, you go to a hotel, up, just let it go. Yeah, it would have been hell. It just would have made it worse. Just remember, you're taking a risk every time you go to a shitty motel like that. Always know if the juice is worth Mike, the squeeze. Have you seen yeah. this? Uh, have you seen this movie, Barbarian? Oh my God, man! What the fuck? I know, uh, I know, I know. That's why I'm asking because I bet you a billion people have asked you. Uh, Travis and Eric are going to do like a special mini episode after the one I'm about to do with them because on the Barbarian itself, yeah, on Barbarian. Yeah, so yeah. they're you talking about it. it. So you don't? No, I haven't had a chance to see it. Uh, 
Okay. I'll, I'll, I'd like to watch it. I just I haven't had a chance. So, you know what's, what's cool on? about it? What's the story? Let me just say this. Let me just say this. It's getting so much hype that obviously the hype is way too much now. It's gotten way over the top. Uh, it's just pull your head uh, out your ass. It's very unique. It's a very creative way of doing a pretty typical kind of, um, I, I guess, uh, suburban type infiltration uh, horror movie. So uh, the the setup the, the setup fuck is, is this asshole. The setup is woman shows up at the house uh, at an Airbnb, and she is knocking on the door, and then the door opens and somebody's in the Airbnb. And she says, I've got a reservation for this. And he goes, oh, I do, too. And they both show each other the reservations. So it kind of starts that way. And that's like the kind of that's the initial like point of tension. Which, you know, great little device. You know, it's kind of like a huge uh, fear. It's a huge fear that everyone has. You know, like you're going to go up to this door. Oh, the movie Fear. Mark Wahlberg, Fear, Billy Pearson. Okay, now now we're off doing that. Now we're talking about fear. William Peterson's fun, man. I love that movie. William I like anything Peterson William Peterson in it, though. So he's in fear. I didn't realize he was in that. Is he his dad? Oh yeah, he's the he's Reese Witherspoon's father. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's Reese the, Witherspoon's dad. Okay. He looks like a pussy. He looks like he's a pussy. He's gonna be taken advantage of. But will he in the end? I don't he's know. He's really he's really on a razor's edge because that man that man can look very effeminate. That man can look very uh, masculine. Uh, and then he's in. <laughs> man- <laughs> And then he's man, he's in a manhunter, manhunter yeah. where he's forced to do lots of bad acting, and it's uh, real cringy at some point. Oh well, don't wait, wait, wait! But don't forget to live and die in L.A. He's a total badass. Ooh, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Jesus Christ! To live and die in L.A. Never watched it. Never watched it. Really? I thought yeah. we talked about. I'm gonna cue that you that had up. seen no, it. And... No, no, no. I have not seen it. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to watch that. Ace. Yeah, Billy Friedkin. Yeah, you got to watch that. And... You're gonna love that. Damn. 19, 1985. 1985. Holy shit. Yeah. One of the best car chases. Everyone talks about the well, the French Connection car chase. There's one that might top no. it in that movie. And you can be the judge of that for yourself. So. There are two There are two other ones that everybody needs to see if you haven't seen them. Uh, Straight Time, Dustin Hoffman, uh, one of the best car chase scenes of all fucking time. It's my favorite, uh-huh. uh, but it's next to also Driver. With Brian O'Neill and uh, Bruce Stern. Lieutenant Revan, police squad. That's pretty good, the car scene in Police Squad. I'm just saying, Naked Gun. It's one of the classic car chases of all time. But, you know, add, so, if, that's uh, putting it mildly. If, if To Live and Die in LA also matches up, then then we've got, then I've got my like top three favorite fucking uh, car scenes. All right. Well, uh, hey, I got to go. Yeah, I'm already over gotta it, go. but we got to play a song too. Well, how do we, uh, we don't really have How do to. we talk? What's, Yes, we always have to. Come on. Okay. We not. What do you? Where you kill tradition now? Because we gotta go. No, no, no. I just you know don't want to. What's like, the, What's an election type? What's a song that's appropriate for the coming midterm elections? Which we will be on the air after the fact. So we'll uh. Hey, we'll break it all down for you here in our very special midterm elections episode. It'll be live 11:30 p.m. Tuesday night. Me, Luke, and some asshole will be live streaming. No, we're not doing any of that. I'm just kidding. Wow, it's too bad. dude! It's too bad that we already did "Love Me, I'm a Liberal," but like that's that's the one we that did I, do that. Yeah, fucking well, you got to come up with something fresher than that. I mean, I'm thinking know, it'd be a good time to watch the movie election. If you guys want to watch the movie election, you should do that too. That'll be fun. That's a good one. Um, um what is the elected. rage? Song Let me see what happens about, when I, where he talks about like. Uh, okay, go ahead. 
Oh yeah, he talks about uh. Well, he says you, the structure like, is set. You never change it with a ballot, ballot pull. The structure is set. You never change it with a ballot pull. In the schoolyard with the toxic. Oh, is that a Down Rodeo? I think oh, it is. Down, yeah, Rodeo. Down Rodeo. That's a good Down call. Down Rodeo. Yeah, a, fucking play. That's that a great shit. call. Yeah, we Let's can do that. Off with that. All right, that's we'll close one. out with Down Rodeo. Um, you guys are the best. We hope you enjoy the show. It's just me and Luke. We still think we put on a pretty good show, though. Uh, I'm going off to Arizona next, so uh, I'll be that. back. Yeah, I'll be back Monday. So uh, everything should be back as scheduled next week. Normal show. Maybe, maybe John Scott will join us. Email the show. Is a safe pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell him how much and, you miss him. Yeah. I will start forwarding those emails to his personal email. Because I know you guys love John Scott. He knows that you guys love him too. But sometimes people need a little nudge. They need to be reminded of how badass they are. And how important they are. And I don't think... John Scott doesn't strike me as somebody who's low on the self-esteem, but... Sometimes we all need a little push. So email the show, insafepod at gmail.com. For Luke, I'm Michael. This is Down Rodeo. Bye-bye.